Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the first episode of 2023 of Organized Chaos Podcast. It's your girl, Nicole. Your mama, Seta, Emiliana. Did we... We're no. in a new year. Did I we ever get the results? Why, Emily? Emiliana, sorry. Because yeah. I feel like we might strip you of that name now. No. Mm. It's not giving Espanol anymore. It's giving, you know the truth and you're trying to defer the truth. Truth is the truth, man. We've been asking for this DNA test for six months. Everybody, I'm sure everybody wants to know the results. Look, I keep saying deep down, like when you know, you know. Mm. I know I'm black. It's giving delusion. I also know I've got part Spanish. I just know. It's giving delusion. Like when I dream, sometimes I dream in Spanish. <laughs> Again, it's giving delusion. Like sometimes when I'm speaking in tongues, I'll translate. Emily, when's the last time you spoke in tongues? When I speak to my God, you don't. You now you just lie on God's name, girl. That's what we're not doing. Okay, in this yeah, year. yeah. That one I lied. <laughs> I promise God not to lie. That one I lied. But I dream in Spanish. And like sometimes I go to speak something and it comes out in Spanish. I just don't know how to say it in Spanish. So how does it come out? It doesn't, but it comes out. Like, you know, there's a distance between your, Look, you your know chest. Never mind. No, no, hear me. Never mind. never mind. Between your chest and your mouth. So it comes out. Then it gets here and then there's a barrier. Then it can't forward. But all the way to here, it's all in Spanish. Mm. Then here. But anyway, Emiliana. I guess we're never getting the results of that DNA test. I ate way too much salami, but that's good. <laughs> <laughs> we might need a few breaks. <laughs> mm, you did eat quite a bit. <laughs> and I ate that at lunch. Like, that's what I've been eating the past two days. So I came into Emily's house. We normally record her house and she just casually left the room <laughs> and just very randomly asked me, do you want pepperoni? I'm like, mm, no, thanks. She comes in with a pack of pepperoni, sits down, eats it, <laughs> finishes it. We're still setting up. Next minute, she's out again. Do you want salami? I say, mm, no, thanks. She goes and gets a pack of salami, eats it, <laughs> yeah, finishes it. <laughs> She goes again. Do you want leg ham? <laughs> mm, no. <laughs> she goes in. <laughs> she has leg ham. This time she has leg ham and bread. <laughs> With honey on it? <laughs> yeah. Look, my diet is going to change. But I think I ate too much. You know when your stomach is like, fam, what, do you do? <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah, why are we here now? How have you been? Um, New year? Actually, New year? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? This is, 2023 is my flourishing year. I can feel it in my bones. Okay. I can feel it in my bones. I know it's only day 10, but you know what? We're doing good. We're doing good. We thank God. Um, we definitely hit the ground running. There's <laughs> 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 no wasting time. It's giving Usain Bolt. Already said. It said 10, 9, 8, 1. Pew! <laughs> the gun went Pew. off. And the chaos started... Just after midnight. <laughs> yeah. It did not Fuck end. Yeah, actually it did. We should have gone home. <laughs> we 
should have not been out. It should have not been out. We went, saw fireworks, decided, mm, let's go outside. Hey, the outside. 2023 started showing its ass, but that's okay. I feel like, you know what? I can survive it. Yeah. This is the year I feel like I can actually survive it. Like, yeah. I go through something, and I've been through things. It's been 10 days. It's been 10 days. You have been through things. I've been through things. <laughs> and in all sectors of life, too. Yeah. I'm sure it's really running for you. Work, romance, <laughs> friendships. friendships within 10 days, y'all. <laughs> Shooting left, right, and center. But you know what? I'm here. I'm happy. I'm laughing. I'm feeling good. That's good. It's mm. good. How are you? Fine. <laughs> like, 2023 needs to give me a break. Already? Yeah, like. Sherry just spilled my wine. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, blanket. It's okay. My boo-boo blanket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need, like, I don't know, like, I need. It's actually been quite a hard start to the year. Like, I think I was telling you, last year was just purely survival. Like, when we said it was a one, we did not joke around. No. Like, last year Get was it. just surviving, surviving, <laughs> surviving. Like, those highs, but my fucking God. <laughs> Most of it was just like survive. It's like I was in the fucking survivor. And then I think when the year c- clocked to like the new year, it all hit me like a truck. And I've just like been in such a like huge mental slog. I'm like, I don't, if it's going to be the same, I just can't do it now. No, don't have that attitude. Have a can do attitude. But I can't. 2022 did not kill you? 2023 will not be the one to kill you. Let me tell you, close. Close to killing me. Are you not here? Did you not do 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 2, 3, 2, 1? Barely did it. (laughs) Barely did it. But by the grace of God, we thank God, man. Again, we thank God. At the end of the day, you wake up in the morning, you're healthy ish. (laughs) Healthy as healthy as you can be. You're breathing. It's just, oh, uh, yeah, I guess. You're walking, something. you're talking, you're going about. You know, they say this, you're healthy enough to go about your day-to-day life. Barely. Barely. Yeah. It's going. Sleep in the morning. Sometimes people sleep and they don't wake up. Yeah. You're not one of those. It's definitely something to thank God for. Mm. It's just my days. Anyway, positive vibes. Positive vibes. What, so far, has been the biggest lesson 2023 has taught you in the past 10 days? write a book <laughs> already wow i think i've had about four lessons each day mm-hmm. i'm good so i'm about got positive here okay mm. let me just circle back uh you can do both we've got time yeah <clears throat> i think that positive will be the last one just because i need to think more and dig deeper <laughs> but my negative one which is not negative it's a lesson is Things flying through my brain. Like the biggest one is things catch up. If that makes sense. So like something that you're avoiding now will catch up. Because mm, mm, mm. I'm a massive avoidant. Like if I can avoid all my days, I will. Like until it's right there in my eyes. And like I wouldn't. It's like I wouldn't address it. But like, yeah. that's It's not even a negative thing. It's just like something to take through the years. 
things you avoid and you push through um, Mbaka. Examples? Like what everything. Hmm. Phone calls. <laughs> fucking invoices. Okay. The invoices definitely catch up. <laughs> messages, emails. <laughs> like stuff which you're like, oh, I'm going to deal with this. But like, I think it's also because, like I don't talk about this, but like, I suffer from really bad anxiety. Like I'm almost always anxious. Mm. So like sometimes, and when I'm in like the cycle of it, even doing like the tiniest of things, especially if I know it wouldn't give me joy, I just avoid it. Like picking up some someone's phone call from like I haven't spoken to for X amount of days mm. or weeks. Like I know the first thing they'll be like, I'm just like, and then I keep avoiding it, avoid it, avoid it. Then three months in, I was like, there's actually like, fuck, what do I do? Then it's just caused so much more anxiety. Then it would have, but I <laughs> fucking picked up my first phone call. And like so many other things, like business, work. Yeah, so much. I think that's, that's been my biggest lesson. But I don't think it's going to change me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just a lesson. Like, okay, we learned. We're so learning. Noted. You're no, telling the noted, class. man. You're telling the class you didn't absorb. You said, okay, now I, I know. I'm cool. just writing <laughs> Good to know. Gracias. <laughs> Moving on. But yeah, that's my lesson. My good lesson. Come on, give us a positive, Emily. Lessons are lessons. Posit- put some positivity well, You could say that end. is a positive lesson. No, it's, <laughs> it's giving your troubles will catch up with you. Actually, that is a lesson. Your troubles will catch up with you. <laughs> um, a positive alive isn't <laughs> and if you're alive then you're alive it's mm. <laughs> morbid <laughs> okay, it's a good one you're alive <laughs> and if you're alive you're alive oh, wow you're alive and if you're alive you're alive what a line we'll keep that one yeah that should be a merchandise 2023 we're alive and if you're alive you're alive <laughs> live <laughs> you're alive wow and if you're alive you're alive so live i just spit wisdom mm. what's your lesson nicole mine's a derivation of yours but mine's you know when you actually went to the class and you took lessons and you thought how to you know adapt them okay adaptability yeah. yes so my over- overarching lesson was shit will pack a pile up, it will catch up. What? Right? Exactly the same. But my takeaway from that has been in Swahili, you know that saying kidogo kidogo who just a kebab? Yeah, yeah. How do you translate that to English? Yeah. Small, small. <laughs> small, small. Small, small will make big, big. Will fill the drum. Yeah. <laughs> small, small will make big. You know what, man? Small, small will make big, big. Yeah, small, 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 small here will make big, big there. <laughs> Say it for the kids in the back. <laughs> but no, on a serious note. So I've been trying to 
do small, small. To make big, big. To make big, big. Like little, little habits. Like for the past 10 days, I'm so proud of myself. And it's a habit that was ingrained in me when I was younger. And then I think as an act of rebellion, I just chose not to do it. Things like making my bed in the morning. Mm. Like there's a point in my life when I was younger, <laughs> I had to always yeah. make my bed in the morning. It was routine. It was there. It was, became a habit. And then I started living alone and I just became lazy with it. So I'd do it like once a week. But then I come back to do it and realize, oh, wake up in the morning. I'm dragging myself out of bed. I'm like, oh, bed again. Nah, never yeah. mind. So it got to a point where I just almost never made my bed at all until when I was changing my sheets. Mm. And then they'd be made for the day that I'm changing the sheets. And like, I love the look of it. When I'm having somebody over or something. Yeah. <laughs> but never for myself. But now we're doing it every day. That's nice. Without fear of it. It's become attached to before I hop in the shower, bed must be made. Little things. Drinking water. I am being more mm. intentional about it. Just small, small. Yeah. Small, small to make big, big. Small yeah. lifestyle changes. Mm. I haven't ordered takeaway in 10 days. I care. We'll catch up. Do you in order two a lot weeks. of takeaway? I do. Uber Eats and I are best friends. Yeah. Even when I don't need to. Like, I'll be. It got to a point where I was ordering groceries and Uber Eats. Because yeah. just for the convenience. It's just like, what's the point of my house? And I call it so, convenience. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just a naturally lazy person. Nicole, and convenience. We are best friends. Like this. Anything that will make my life easier, best believe I will take it. I am so comfortable throwing money at things to make my life easier. So, so comfortable. Why do I have to do this if someone else can? <laughs> if somebody else can. If I can pay someone else to do it and I can afford to, take it. Like, take it off my face. Get it plate. off my face. <laughs> Just do it. But mm-hmm. yeah, trying to get back into that. Haven't said the gym yet. Supposed to. Starting tomorrow. Which one? Good life. Of course. Yeah. It's the one I've been paying for. <laughs> so you've been paying for it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Small, small, make big, big. That's it. Journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. That's it. That's it. That's it. Mm. Mm. Self learning. And speaking of unlearning habits. Mm-hmm. Is I that what we were speaking of? <laughs> yes. We oh. were. New habits, building habits, breaking, breaking, oh breaking habitual God. patterns. Yeah. You okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this TikTok. I've been on TikTok lately. You know what? I first of all want to apologize. To who? Me? No. <laughs> Let's <laughs> apologize. We came on this podcast too. And we laughed at this girl. Yeah. Um, yeah, I laughed. Yeah, we both laughed. Um, this was, was it? The year before last, a Miss Africa contestant stood up on stage and she was asked, what are the benefits of social media? <laughs> and sis said, listen, man, <laughs> I think I fell off my chair. <laughs> and we laughed. And sis stood up and said, you know, social media can be good because you learn things. Let's just say, you know, TikTok, you learn new things. I think I just fell off my chair laugh. I was like, We all did. Ah. We all did. And it showed her age, by the way. Yeah. It showed her age. Now, she's not much two older years old. Younger, she's sorry. not much younger. But obviously, it's a TikTok generation that Mm-mm-mm. we just missed out on. So we have to kind of yeah, learn. Ingrain yeah. <laughs> really it. Ingrain it. So we're not really, we can't really even be on TikTok. Like it's, we can't create TikToks. I guess we can. We're choosing not to. Yeah. 
for our podcast. We should for our podcast. Right, this is my land TikTok. Yeah. Created the account. We all have TikTok accounts. <laughs> Step one. Actually, Step yes, one. we all have TikTok accounts, but it's how our parents have Instagram. Yes. But they never post with two followers. But exactly. And that auntie on TikTok with only two followers. It's happening. And we'll post on Instagram. It's happening. Anyway. So sis stood up there and said TikTok, like you learn things, not saying that um, things that you don't learn in school, not saying that school is better, you don't learn things. Anyway, she fumbled her answer. And we, you know, we all said TikTok. Of all things, you could choose TikTok. Because right. to us at that time, TikTok was just, it was an app that was being used yeah. by millennials that was just teenagers, really. teenagers really, with stupid dances and everything. But y'all, I've been on TikTok, yeah? And TikTok has been educating me. It really is. The algorithm is algorithming. Whoever sat down created the algorithm, man, had to well. Whatever data they collected on me, my content is so curated to me that I can be on TikTok for two hours and not get bored. Yeah. Because every single thing has some kind of relation to something. It gives me some kind of idea, whatever. Anyway, it's great. So as I was scrolling through TikTok, I bumped into this video of this girl and she was just talking about it started off as a story she was talking about how she has she has moved into a new home and she was unboxing her stuff it's a black girl yeah black girl and she was unboxing her stuff and she saw an old pan that she had and she decided okay you know what this pan is so let me throw it out and they started thinking why have i held up this pan for so long mm-hmm. and she was like it's a pan that's been you know passed down from my family um it's been passed down from her grandma to her mom. Now she's okay. had it. The pan itself is not that great. You turn around for two seconds, it burns shit. <laughs> mm. It's black. It's everything. But it, it works. But it's not the best pan out in the market. You can do so much better, right? And then I shouldn't throw it out. Her friend said, she said, oh, this pan is not that great. And she said, her friend said, well, no, the pan is fine. You just have to keep watch of it. You can't look away from it. Just... If you keep your eye on it, you'd be good. But then she said, why would I want to keep something where I have to consistently keep watching it? Did you send that to me? I might have, I think. I think I did. I always wait for them to pile up. (laughs) Then once in a fortnight, I'll go to TikTok (laughs) and I'll see Nicole's... One time I logged on and there was no messages from Nicole and I said... Nicole, what the actual fuck? I remember you actually sent me a message like, do better. Because I was like, I don't know what to do on TikTok. (laughs) Like, what do people do here? <laughs> but, mm-hmm. Anyway, she said, That's why would I have something yeah, that, I've gotta... that I've gotta, that I can't turn my back on, that mm. I can't trust to do what it needs to do when I'm not looking? And she was like, of course, now applying to general life. It should be the same. Why do you keep things or people in your life that you can't necessarily trust? You have to keep on top of. Why do you keep a man in your life whose phone you have to check consistently? Mm. Why do you have keep friends in your life who you can't bring around your man because you don't trust them? Why are you having people in your life who you can't trust to speak well of you when you're not in the room? Yeah. You should just throw them out. But then you're throwing everyone out, man. But regardless of sentimental value, just why do you have them? It's also about learning to trust too, and I to understand that things can function without you looking. Mm. But once you build that trust, 
exactly that. If you cannot build the trust, you can't trust. If time and time again, yeah. these things show you that you cannot turn your back and it be okay. Yeah. If you can't trust somebody with your heart, you can't yeah. trust somebody with your body, Anything. you can't trust, yeah, yeah. Or your property. Why keep them in your life? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Stay. <laughs> so yeah, profound lessons that TikTok taught me on letting go. Yeah. Mm. I think it's because there's so much comfort in like the devil you know because it's like well I know that I've got to look on the phone or I know that they're going to talk bad about me like I know that and so I'm prepared for that and so like it's like obviously you shouldn't but like I know that but then if they go I don't know how I'll deal with it I don't know how hurt I'll be like I do but I don't know to what extent I don't know how long it's going to take to heal Mm. but there's just so much comfort in I know that they're going to do this. And like most of the times they're also not all bad. Do you know what I mean? Like and most of the times they intent. work. That's the thing. They work. Exactly. They do what they need to it's do. It's like a plan. It but does work. You just have to look at it. But the that's whole not time. convenient for long term. It's not sustainable. Yeah, that's true. Like it's not a thing you should do, but I'm just saying like it makes sense so much because it's just comfort. Yeah, and that's what we all do. So I'm saying it's a habitual habit. It's a habitual break that you need to have it's that habitual shift i mean where it's break away from that comfort of the good and the bad because you deserve all good and who says you doesn't you don't you deserve an all-encompassing happiness regardless of what situation it is yeah Mm. what so if it burns when you turn around, throw it out. Let it go. Buy a new pan. I just throw the old one. Hmm? I just throw the old one. But I guess you need something to cook. You <laughs> need something to cook on. What are you throwing out? What am I throwing out? I have this horrible habit of well, keeping Obviously, it's more relational than anything. Keeping people in my life who don't 100% serve me. Again, they serve me for what I need them to be to a certain extent, but not fully. They don't give me 100% of what I need. But I keep them around because, again, it's that comfort of, well, they're there. When I need them to do what I need yeah, them to do, yeah, yeah, I can yeah, self-sustain. Yeah. You know, I can find something else to do what I need to do, or I can pacify it. If I add more oil to that pan, mm. it will not stick. But I'm ingesting more oil than hurting myself. That's mm. <laughs> one. <laughs> mm. If I reduce the heat, if I'm constantly watching the heat, reduce the heat, yeah. it will take a lot longer for my food to cook. But at least I know I can step away for two seconds and it will burn. So are you getting rid of... Yes, getting rid of people in my life who don't serve me the way I need to. It's hard. It's hard. But it's a habit I am intent on breaking. And I'm going to start now. Mm-hmm. Small steps. It's not going to be easy, but... Yeah. Mm. Because where is the line of recognizing that 
things, everything, business, work, relationships, friendships. Well, every single thing needs work. There's work and then there is just straight up, you can't trust it. There's, it's going to take time for me to build what, to build it to where I need it to be. To be. Mm. With business, with work, sometimes you can control these things. It's, I know there are things that I can do to make this what I need it to be. It's in my control. Whereas when it comes to relating other people and relationships and that, there's only so much you can control. People are coming to you with their traumas. People are coming to you with their own histories. People are just... Yeah. At the end of the day, everyone's trying to survive. People are human. People are human. Yeah, yeah. there's so much you can't control. There's so much you, much you can't Almost control. Almost everything you can't control. You can't control. You can control. All you can control is your environment. Yeah. And that's it. And how you react to it. Even that sometimes. Yeah. I like that. Good luck. I personally might not be applying that as soon as possible. But I hit noted once again. Because no. <laughs> fuck me, that's hard. <laughs> Let me just keep noting. It's not shit. easy. And it, it, it hurts. Yeah. It would hurt. It's happened over the last year too. I've lost a lot of people in my life. But that's yeah, you've been, lost a lot of people. But that's been circumstantial. Like that's it's been a series of events. Yeah, it's that not have you actively. To. It's not me actively saying, Look, you're not serving me. And you've tried to give them around. I've actually. tried to and that's that I was saying, letting go. Because I'm like, I have had friends in my life who I know I can't trust. Yeah, I generally don't understand how that <laughs> So many times I ask because why are you friend? like I don't understand. But it's like, it's cool because we're cordial. They bring this aspect of joy into my life. I've always been raised in, in this notion of there's different people who serve different purposes in your life. Yeah. So you've just got to put them at certain circles and certain levels and allow it be. So you maintain these connections. And a lot of the time, maintaining these connections means actually sharing with these people, being intimate with these people, doing all these different things to maintain that connection, even though you know at the end of the day, this it's all surface level. Mm. Yeah. You may share like deep intimate moments, like especially as girls. Like we really connect and the, the way we connect is ha- talk. Mm. We share our deepest darkest secrets, we share our fears, unfortunately. And to build or maintain connections with people in our lives, we overshare sometimes. Even people that we don't necessarily trust. At least I used to do that. Mm. So I'm like, I used to sit down and have a chat like this with yeah. somebody and be like, it's in that moment, it's great. But, but I'm also know. not surprised when I hear it coming from somebody else. I'm like, Ugh, I know my people. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. I'm like, mm, yeah, that's very on brand for them. I know my friends. Take them as they are. I'm trying to break away from take them as they are. Yeah. If you're not giving me what I need exactly how I need it. My guy, you can see the door. Yeah. It's not that deep. It is that deep, but <laughs> mm. Mm. Thank God. You're champion. Thank you guys. I might fail, but you know what? It's That's the all part of success. It's part of <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. Better than some of us who are not trying who are not even attempting to. <laughs> us just like we hear you. Mm. Gone. Mm. I like that. Growth is uncomfortable. Fuck me. <laughs> Growth is uncomfortable. It is so disgustingly uncomfortable. Mm. But whatever comes, 28-year-old me will thank me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you always got to think about that. Like, mm. the future you will 
Thank you. Like, I'm trying to think of, and it's like I keep saying there's growth going on, but I can't see the end of it. Like, oh, it's never ending. We'll be growing till we're 90. No, nah, I can't see the results is what I'm saying. You know how you just say like 28 year you will thank you. I'm not at the thanking stage yet. Like I'm just growing, but I'm not growing. It doesn't Your feel like. Your 20s are meant for growth. This is what the growing pains are meant for. Oh my God. And they this is early stages of adulthood. What are your 30s meant for? Um, Building? Mm, I've heard this phenomenon before. I think it's shifting uh, generationally. It's now shifting mm. because previously your thirties were meant yeah. for raising, raising kids and giving stuff. to other people. Now there's a whole generation of women who are in the thirties now who are just living for, for themselves. themselves. I think actually I've had thirties yeah. for yourself. For yourself, and yeah, I think I want to adapt that. Add the time life timelines as well. Everything is clashing, man. It's all. <laughs> You say your thirties are for yourself, but then you're thinking, okay, I want to build a family, I want to have kids. Yeah, so. you know what mom told me? You were there. <laughs> <laughs> I should engage myself. <laughs> she was like, Emily, when are you getting engaged? I was like, ah, mom, at this point, we'll just wait. When it comes, it comes. She's like, you're 26. There's no time to wait for it to come. Engage yourself. And at this point, just engage yourself. And I was like, do you mean engage by yourself a ring? By yourself a ring. Propose to yourself. Kneel down for yourself, man. This one you're waiting. Stop waiting. Uh, but. but are people even doing that anymore? What? Engagements, proposals, weddings. Fine. Let me tell you. Cause and you know what? <laughs> let, me, let me just be so honest here. Let me just be honest. When it comes to proposals, I personally think, I personally think, a man will put as much effort in a proposal as much as he loves as you. As much as he loves you. Oh, that is so I true. promise you. <laughs> that is so because true. Because there's some men here. I don't know how to say this in English. Women that don't want to. They just have no fucking respect. Because on it's the... really just... Like, you know the proposals, proposals you see and you're like, this one is really just because I had to. And it's absolute bare minimum. Like, <laughs> bare minimum. <laughs> bare and then you see some other men. It's like the one we saw is a whole day. This girl has been proposed to from morning to night. From the time she wakes up to the time the night ends. Step Dress. by step, so meticulously planned. Honestly, go here, give your car. To this your cinema family, star. To do honestly. This. That was so Your beautiful. family was like, then. <laughs> First of all, these men who just wouldn't propose. There's, there's different <laughs> levels. The ones uh, who just won't propose. Which is fine. And say, like, come, come, move in, live in my house. Yeah. <laughs> like, hmm. We're married. Bring the cows home. Bring the cows. <laughs> you know, I'm my kid. Let's raise. Let's raise. Then there's the ones who turn up in the morning and say, marry me. Marry me. <laughs> With <laughs> dry tears dropped down their faces. Honestly. Morning breath. Talking about marry me. <laughs> Talking about. And then there's ones who propose on Nando's. <laughs> Do you remember that? I remember that. No one's forgotten that, but... And then there's others. Then there's others who put effort. But I don't... Okay. I will, however, say here, though. Because there's so many people we know who... I I don't take it back. I'm sorry. I don't take... And if it happens to me, Mm. then please... 
And that man does not love me because the way I have sang, let me tell you, the way I have sang about proposals, and no, then you a guys. man. If the man <laughs> that decides to marry Emily does not properly propose, by the way, you just hate her. You just There's hate no. me. You are here to embarrass me. You do not me. need to know Emily for two minutes <laughs> to know she wants a proper proposal. She doesn't even want a wedding. I don't think you want a wedding. Probably not. I don't think you want a wedding. I don't think you are marriage. <laughs> You want to be proposed to. I just want the proposal. <laughs> I just want an engagement ring. That's all. I just want a proposal. That is all. The rest that comes with it. No, I'm not there yet. I'm not ready. That's too far ahead. But the man who proposes, to, if you do it sillyly, I'll be like, define silly. You don't. You don't okay, love let's, me. Okay, let's actually. You know what? Let's just. So it's on record. Let's define for you some proposal non-negotiables. It can't be non-negotiables. You're being told to engage yourself. Non-negotiables. Yeah. Let's determine baselines. It can't be Nanders. It can't be nothing either. You can't be like, let's move in. Whatever. Okay, that one's okay. Scrap. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anything from Nanders, as we stated, anything from Nanders that goes down, like you just you must hate me so much. You want to bring me pain. <laughs> The pain that will bring me will be so bad, I might, I might collapse. <laughs> but would you say no? Yes, of course I'm going to. Actually, no, I'm not going to say no. You but know. I won't marry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've told you, I don't mind. I can have 10 failed proposals. To every person that I propose, I'm saying yes to. <laughs> Even if you propose to me and Nando's, I'm not going to marry you. It's okay. But I promise you, you I will say yes until I know I'm going to get the next ring. And then I'll give you back your ring. Keep going. Until I finally find the But I just want like a beautiful... Like, I talk about it so much. I want a beautiful thing. Hmm. Like, beautiful is very relative. But I personally think if the guy doesn't put in effort on really and truly... And not just any kind of effort. Like, you can't hire a... Ne- no, listen. You can't, like... Hire and like just put together a very a blazer like it has to be thoughtful and aligned to you exactly like it has to actually it has to be forget everything we've said it has to be thoughtful and aligned to you if your thing is nando's then yeah your thing can't be nando's though Let's have standards, women. You, you Let's have standards. This is a man asking you to spend the rest of your life with him. Let's have some standards. Nando's, ah, guys. Nando's is not it. But anyway, let's assume your thing is Nando's. Okay, look, you if know what? If your thing maybe... is no proposals, again, mm-hmm. I don't understand how. But some people don't, some people don't even on the whole marriage thing. I probably don't either. <laughs> but it has to be effort. That is aligned to me. It has to be. I have to see notes of myself and things that you heard from me. Yeah. In it, there has to be a lot of thoughtfulness that goes in it. Yeah. I think that's the most important thing. Like, let's do what I love. Yeah. Start us off in our next chapter well. Exactly. Because I am starting us off Absolutely. very well. Would you ever propose? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Would that propose? <laughs> me propose. Believe in my heart, I can't even Emily, say. Emily, we're in a new age. Come on now, I'm not you're there a modern yet. woman. I'm we're not modern. We're fighting for equality. I'm not, me, have you ever seen me protesting for equality? <laughs> what protest have you seen me protesting for equality? Please, I beg. As for me, I'm not proposing. Fair. But I'm also not going to be with you for five or six years if you're not proposing. What's the timeline? Honestly. 
I don't know, fam. Like the way the world. I feel like God listens and laughs. Mm-hmm. God, please, not again. I'm gonna say three years. Three years is a fair time. Also, because I speak about it so much. Again, if you go past the three years, you just hate me as well. <laughs> it's not by force. And you know what? Men know. A man knows whether or not they want to have you for the rest of their lives. Yeah. It doesn't take. Doesn't take five years. It doesn't take sure. five years. It doesn't take, I think, a year tops. By the end of one year, a man knows whether or not you're the wife. Yeah. Anything past that, they're just keeping you around for convenience. Yeah. Whilst buttering themselves up for the next one. Yeah, hundred percent. And we're also not getting any younger men. Can't be. Um, can't be sitting around. No, no, no. We don't have time. We don't have time. Nobody has time for a whole, That's election. A whole presidential Ele- know, election cycle. Election cycle. <laughs> someone, someone has gone. Let me not talk shit. Somebody's built the entire campaign. Obviously. <laughs> killing to end and become two president. Terms. Two someone terms. Someone has finished the whole time and retired. Ah, you get out, man. But if that's your preference, it's just not mine. Um, what about cost of the ring? Does that matter to you? Look, it can be nothing. Like, again, it has to be real. Like, I have to see full effort. I'm, I don't put a number to it. Like, you know me, you know how I treat myself. You can't go to Pandora. But if you've been, if you've got a Pandora engagement ring, I love that for you so much. No, man. No. We used to get Pandora rings in high school. Yeah, I still do. Like, Pandora as an, as a, what's it called, promise ring? But also don't. Promise, we're too old for promise rings. Save promise rings for your teenage But life. if you've got a promise ring, that's okay too. Nah, bruh. No, it's not okay. Promise, promise for what? I promise to be with you. Get the fuck out, man. Feel like that's old. after cheating. <laughs> not after cheating. Because I come into this promise. For reassurance. For reassurance. Give me assurance. Why are, you, why are you promising me? Why not just do the thing? But what's the number for you? I have a number. Because for me, definitely has is. a number. I have a number. And also because of the way I live my life. There's a way, again... I seek, my entire life, I will seek financial freedom. Mm. I want to be in a place where I can afford things. I can be in a good place. My kids, I'm working for my kids, child. I want my kids to be extra comfortable. My kids would not like. And with that means, my partner also has to join me on the same train. Mm. Rings as per, I feel as I should be as per, of course, your income and budget and everything. So there's a baseline as well for, I guess, what... It'd be an indication. Ugh, this sounds so bad. You know what, man? Yes, man. Because I'm not going to end up with a broke man. Let's let's not do that. We're not lying. Because I will not be broke. Broke is also very relative. Mm, no, there's broke. Trying. <laughs> 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 <Nah. laughs> let's be honest. Mm-hmm. There's broke. There is... Normal? There is broke. There is... Can live... There's broke, there's no struggle, there's comfortable, and then comfortable is a spectrum, and then there's wealthy. Mm-hmm. End of the day, me, I'm a capitalist. I want to be wealthy. Yeah, 100%. And wealth means you and I come together and build our wealth together. So my ring, I, I feel, should reflect a version of that. If you can't... <sighs> sounds so bad. Your chest. With my chest. But baseline minimum, 
No worries. Because I will afford it for myself. I'll buy it for myself if I have to. Engage yourself. I'll engage myself. I feel 10K minimum. At the barest of minimums. And that's 10K on sale. Like the value has to be higher than that. Because I feel like I should be able, in case, it's also an insurance. It's 10K on sale. It cannot cannot actually be worth 10K. How dare you propose to me with a ring that's actually worth $10,000. For what, man? They're just insulting me. Me, honestly, come as you are. no man, that's special. that's the end of Pandora rings. God forbid, God forbid. I'll take it. I just won't marry. That's the thing. So even if so, it's also an insurance policy because once, if and when, by Satan's work, we don't work out, I should be able to sell that ring and put down a house deposit, or pay for a kid's college or something. Like, do let's do some. Mm-hmm. And be able to pass it down to your kids as well. Build. This is how we build generational wealth, man. Starts with us. Starts with us. Buy me a proper ring. That 10k on sale. On sale. 10k must leave your bank account. Guys, so easy to date. And then watch you get proposed to first. Me who has said come as you are. And Nicole will say 10k on sale. Someone will come and say it's 30k on sale. On sale. If you're out there, boo, come put a ring on it. You will like it for sure. Just come put a ring on it. Anyway, (laughs) I feel like the more I talk about engagement proposals, maybe the more I push it away. I don't know. Like I just feel like no, no, manifest it. It gets further and further from my reality. To be honest, manifest it. But you choose your reality, though. Reality is reality. There's no choosing. Yes, you do. What am I not choosing? What could I possibly choose that would make a proposal closer to me? A man who wants to get married. Where do I get those men? Because a man who wants to get married and a man who proposed to you is very different. I want to get married just not to you. And then you spend six, seven years. Oh, a man wants to get married to you, obviously. Anyway, fam. <laughs> God's will be done. <laughs> In Jesus' name. And be careful of these men that waste your time, you guys. Women. There's a lot of them. And you know what trend I'm seeing? Women are unlocking the key, and I love it. I love it. A what? Uh, unlocking the key. The lock? Yes. Unlocking the... Yes, unlocking the lock. Yeah. Or they, you know, they found the key. They found the key, yeah, They yeah. found the key. They're not waiting. You know the way... We've seen people that we know do this. You know the way in the past, especially living in the abroad, right? Being Africans and diaspora, you'd have a man who would be around here, do all his... All their wives. Yes, do all his ho-ho, do whatever, fuck boy, fuck boy, live his best life. All the while, he's got a woman lined up back home. And kids. And kids. Not even kids. He has a woman lined up for marriage. Mm -mm, So when he eats mm -mm. his prime, when they hit 30, they say, "Mm, okay. I'm ready to marry. Yes. <laughs> Drops all his hoes. Goes back home. Comes back with the wife. The girlies are doing it soon now. <laughs> the girlies are doing it. And I love it for them. I'm here for it. <laughs> there's also not much around here, it's to be not, honest. There's not a lot of options. Then we live in Adelaide. Not a, we live in Adelaide. If you want to date a black man in Adelaide. You've seen <laughs> all the options. 
other options. <laughs> All of it. I promise you. There's nothing new. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm here for it. Power to the woman. Power to the woman. Power to the women. There's some top tier men back home. Maybe I should go. You know what? Let's go to Ghana. Yeah, but you don't know if they're top tier though. I mean, you top tier on paper, you'd hope. You're both getting you're both getting fresh starts. You don't know much about each other. Fair enough. <laughs> you marry. You yeah, maybe let's together. go somewhere else. Let's get out. So we're traveling. We're traveling like in May, June. Might come back with husbands. Say that. Let, let me hear someone say shit. Actually, say all you want as long as I'm engaged. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk shit. Shit talk, <laughs> talk smack, abuse me, but as an engaged woman, talk to my ring, honey. As a fiance. As a fiance, talk to my ring. Anyway, segueing away to a more morbid part of the conversation. Morbid. Yeah. What could be more morbid than me not being engaged? This will be. I think you regret saying that. <laughs> I take it back. No. Being on Twitter since the beginning of the year. And there have been a lot of women, at least a lot of women on my timeline and circles that I see, that are publicly coming out about their abuse, their sexual abuse, outing their rapists. Boldly, like this is Twitter threads one by one. We get multiple angles, <laughs> photos, text threads, Instagram, screenshots. We're getting the tea. everything, mm-hmm. and it's so wholesome to see. Finally, fuck yeah, fuck it's yeah, so wholesome to see. And every single time I see something like that, I'm like, power to you, girl. Power to you. Power to you. It takes so much strength. It takes it would so, take much so much strength. strength. It takes so much strength. But then in those instances as well, you still see the victim blaming. Yeah. So much and victim blaming from the men. men. I'm sorry, but like I go through those comments and I'm like, what? It's always men. Guys. It's like, oh, you're just seeking attention? What kind of attention? Um, shame. It's there's so much shame that's attached to it this, already. Mm-hmm. That by the time I'm going out there, I'm literally these people are bearing themselves at the most vulnerable. They still have the nerve to sit there and be like, mm. they're probably the rapists too. To be honest, I was just about to say, yeah, a lot of men who are rapist defenders or who shut down women who talking about rape have done or have most likely experienced things that are similar or done things treated women in a similar yeah. way. So they say no issue with it. Not just they see no issue. They feel like a mirror is being held up to mm. them. Mm. So mm. if they can beat down the fact that that was not rape, then, then they them. themselves can sleep at night knowing that they're not a rapist. Yeah. Sir, you're a rapist. Don't sleep. It's you're a rapist. Sorry to tell you, you're a rapist. Yeah, but bring back shame. And you know, like... And not to say, look, and not to take away the fact that some women do lie. Yeah, 100%. Some women do make shit up. Most some don't. women... Yeah, most don't. But some women just... Either from being rejected or yeah, not getting what they want for some kind of malicious reason. Women lie. 
and it's caused people's lives. Men have been killed because of the same yeah. thing. Men have been jailed and convicted wrongfully, of course. But that does not mean you shut down every conversation that, that comes up. Yeah, that comes that up. That is brought up. That is brought up. Um, which reminds me of the this conversation made me realize how backwards we are, mm-hmm. even as a culture, as black people. I saw something, a thread somewhere that made me realize how it gave me a bit of hope generationally about how we're going to be dealing with these things. Mm-hmm. First of all, there was a conversation of, that's just something I talked to on TikTok as well. Mm-hmm. There was a conversation of, we all have that uncle in our homes that we're all protecting. Mm. Yeah, I did see that. And it's time to act the uncle. Mm. <laughs> Fuck me. Every home has that uncle. Every home has that uncle. Every home has that by his family. You can't say anything. Do you have that? I don't, actually. I do. Now that I say that. I do. I don't. I do. I have uncles. Mm. <laughs> of course, because it's for the parents, cousins, yeah. like distant family members who I distinctly remember being 13, 12 really? years old making eyes at me. I remember one particular time we're in the village and I was 10. And this uncle was just talking at me. I remember this another uncle of mine. I was a bridesmaid. I was a flower girl at his yeah. wedding. But consistently throughout, I stayed with him and his wife for a yeah. bit. They threw this man was talking about how he would leave his wife and marry me. I was wow. 10 years old. So they exist. They're there. And most times we protect it. So another thread on Twitter. And it became a conversation of young versus old. Yeah. Because there was this, I guess, uncle. They had lived abroad for a while. And then the family kind of broke apart. So I think the man went back home uh, to leave back home. They probably broke apart for all different reasons. And I guess this must have been the biggest reason. Because he decided to come back to the diaspora. And by this point, his daughter mm-hmm. had come out and reported publicly, especially the police, that this is what had happened. Sexual My father used to sexually assault me when I was a kid. And of course... I guess she's not grown. She would have been 30 by the time she was saying all these mm. things. My father said she assaulted me when I was younger. Um, she put the report out there. This is just me speaking my truth. And guess part of her healing, of course, which is so healthy. Right? And your dad. Your father. This These things happen. It's, it's yeah. real. And then, so he decided to come back. And of course, because Western authorities are so on it. Mm. They watched him come back, watched him check at the airport, and then on his way out of the country, they went and arrested him. Put him in jail, and obviously he's still there. He's been denied bail like twice. And that just goes to show how much evidence is there against him, especially after all this time. They wouldn't just... Yeah, they wouldn't just arrest him for no reason without any actual background evidence. But the conversation now became... The man is 60 years old. 
why now? Something happened so many years yeah. ago. Now he's going to die in a broad jail. How do you going to explain that back home to the family back home that he has left? How do you, no. Like he's your dad. He's, he your, he's your dad. Daughter. He should have thought I was his daughter when he, he was just absolutely assaulting me. His, I'm his daughter. Yeah, that's so disgusting. But there's definitely a generation. So some of the young people were saying, well, obviously, so right power to you, girl. Yeah. And the older people. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine it being easy. No. Can't imagine it being no. easy. like going through that, and then even after like thirty years, I'm still, years, yeah. um, yeah, no, like absolutely party, and I think like what I think like what's so important to note in that is like the continuous lasting effects that such things have. It's mm, mm. like you would think that after all these years now got this life like you can kind of forget about it but like no it stays with you it, it affects how you relate with men it affects how you relate. it does it affects relationship with sex yeah itself. yeah like it's it really inhibits does. so much in your life and you, sometimes you don't realize it right all, yeah it's all that. trauma it builds up yeah. and if you don't heal and actively work on it it manifests in different ways you learn how to yeah. cope in certain ways it manifests in the way react with sex like there's um i was reading this article and sometimes you find that sexual assault victims who especially ones who abuse when they were younger how they kind of block that out manifest and kind of try to take control mm. is they become very very promiscuous mm. yeah i have i have heard of this because for them it's them in being in charge of their body yeah it's them taking control so no man has any charge of my body i can do whatever i want to do with it but yeah. that's just you coping the best way you know how to yeah mm. and then other food it's it's so it's so interesting with trauma and human mm. beings mm. how people react so like <laughs> so differently so different. because of the same you can get the same topic you can get someone on the complete other side is yeah. like who now just cannot have sex with people not have sex and like they suffered the same mm. or similar trauma mm. um and they hold so much regard to sex and they value sex so much that yeah yeah the connection they have with it is astronomical yeah whereas to other people it's just like oh, this is me taking charge of my body which actually i've always wanted we need to get a psychologist in here mm. psychiatrist psychologist it's like i really want to talk about trauma like i really want to talk about trauma really 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 want to talk about trauma because i'm not mm, Trauma, yeah. Okay, trauma is one thing, mm. but also how our childhood or how our past experiences consciously and subconsciously affect, affect who we are now. We are. Because sometimes yeah. it's not necessarily trauma. It's like, what is trauma? Well? Uh, trauma, I was reading, I was actually reading, perfect segue. I was reading this, mm. I've started reading this book, The Body Keeps the Score. Mm. And it's just it kind of, it's good, it's quite... There's a lot, because for me, I was reading it essentially to get through how my biggest interest in how trauma or past trauma kind of relates with how we work in relationships and relationships with other people. Mm-hmm. But this was just a general thing and about how the nervous system and how the brain keeps the score and the mm-hmm. body keeps the score and how your trauma is in your muscle. Like it really is, trauma stays with you. Mm-hmm. And trauma, they defined it as an experience, I think I wrote it down somewhere, trauma, an experience that overwhelms our capacity to cope in that instance. 
and sometimes trauma isn't necessarily something that we actually experience and something that we don't experience. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. In childhood, whether you lacked, does it have to be childhood? Well, it, well I guess, I guess trauma as you're growing, as you're going through life, essentially, most people would say childhood because. As a child, that's when you're your most absorbed. Yeah, yeah, that's when you absorb the most of your environment. You kind of build who you are, mm-hmm. and then as an adult, you kind of carry on whatever you learned as a kid and build on it, or either unlearn it. Yeah. But unlearning is a choice because yeah. a lot of the times we are who we are until we choose not. Yeah. To, we choose not to be who we are. Yeah. You are a product of your environment yeah. until you're not. Nature, until you make yeah, you make the conscious decision to not, not be. to not be. Yeah, because I don't, because there's trauma, there's learned behaviors through our experiences, and then there's just who you are. And like, I really want to understand what, I would love to understand what the gap is, because I'm like a huge, victim isn't the right word, but, because some, because we like making things make sense. Mm, mm, So like. I do this because of this. Yeah. So like, I hit people because I saw my dad hitting my mom. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when you hear it, I'm like, is that just who you are there? It's not related to like what you did. But like, what is the connection? Because again, or is it just all things? And like, I really want to talk to like a therapist about this. And not about my shit. Because then. <laughs> You just want a general. I just want a general <laughs> chat where we talk about everything and everyone else. It doesn't have to be by myself about about me and about my because mm. I because I I personally know and my therapist has said this. I carry so much, mm. like because I was seen from this episode. Like it's really hard for me to shed mm. because sometimes I'm like that's part of my identity. Like all my life, I've known to deal with things by shutting down for example mm. so when you tell me to shut to stop shutting down it's like i don't know what i'm gonna do after that like i'm more comfortable in this because it's just what i've always done is it a trauma response i don't know because sometimes i'm could like very well be could well be that when you were younger that's yeah. when you were younger and you tried to express or you went through a traumatic experience or something tried to express that instead of that being received well with acceptance you were rejected, you were gaslit, or you were not validated in that moment. So you kind of learn to shut down and keep to yourself that way you save yourself that additional layer of... Yeah. But it also just could be who I am. It could just be who you are. But like, what's but the what line? Makes who you are. Exactly, like, what? Because it's then, it, it then goes back to nature versus nature. Mm. Because then, I'm scared of being a parent in that case. Because I guarantee, yeah, heck yeah, there's so many times I try to say something or dad would be like, can you actually just keep quiet? Or my mom would be like, what the fuck? Are you dumb? Mm. But did that then make me into this person who's continuously scared of speaking? I don't, but like, I bet you they didn't intend for that to happen. That's the thing. We only know as far as you know. And with our parents exactly. as well, there's a level of, our parents did the best they knew how. Mm. No. Mm-hmm. The best they knew how. You may have been the worst possible parent in the universe, but in that moment, it was the best they knew how. Some of them could have done better. Absolutely. They knew they should have done better. Mm. I'm here for giving parents grace because I'll need my kids to give me grace, but they, some of them knew that they should have done better. But they're human, and so they didn't. At the end of the day, yeah, they're humans. one of those things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
And everything, I guess, is a conscious decision, but you can't choose to do what you don't know to do. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> like, now we know better. Now, even with your kids, because you were shut down by your parents, and you were told, just be quiet, like, sit down, sit back down, you're a child. You understand better to hear your kids, even in moments where you feel like you need to. You're frustrated, you're busy, you're doing whatever you're doing, and child's coming out to you, mommy, can I, like, shut up. And you take yourself back, you're like, actually. But I might still do that. And you then still do that, but then it has on. to be a subconscious choice. That's the thing, but everything that has to be a, no, sub- a conscious choice. Yeah. My point still stands. Some parents need to do better and they should have done better. However, we still need to get a therapist. We need to get a therapist. We're so, I feel like we'll be a six hour conversation. Apart from my engagement, that's the next thing I'm really excited about. <laughs> <laughs> to get a therapist in here. I've got so much to talk about. I'm very, very intrigued by human behavior, by um, minds and stuff like that. You know, I was actually thinking, it's going to get to a stage in my life, whether it's. Depending on how comfortable and how well we got on in life, I actually just want to study psychology. Yeah. Like, just fully get into it. Do the science behind it. Should get a PhD in psychology. Like, I just, I am so intrigued by it. It's one thing I wanted to do. My parents told me not to. Huh. It was, I but wanted to be a psychologist. Have made a good I think I could have. I can relate with people, connect with people. I know how, I know how to make people feel heard. You can't, um, say, you can't say I don't. I'm anyway. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. <laughs> oh, actually, I've got something to say. It's not really something to say, but it's something I've learned through the last week or so. Okay, lessons. Mm-hmm. There we go. Uh-huh. It's not positive. Oh. Well, it's not negative either. Okay. But it's just like a reminder that I feel like... No, I know. Okay, I'm going to start speaking in affirmative words. Mm-hmm. the extent of a bond between me, your boyfriend, your fiancé, his dog, your husband, your friend, the extent mm-hmm. of the relate of the closeness of the bond you have with whoever you're having this relationship with is really confirmed when, you, when one of you goes through a rough time. Mm-hmm. Other than that, Okay, write this in your diaries. <laughs> don't say, I don't do shit for you. Don't say, God does not speak to you because God is speaking to you through me today. Say, <laughs> you know, to hear word here today. Hey, I've been colonized. I'm not speaking to you. Yeah, honestly. Wow. I don't even You're know not what. hearing words. <laughs> <laughs> even that is pigeon in itself. <laughs> anyway. Who's <laughs> Yeah. Hear, hear me because God is speaking to you through me. Today and always write in your diary. I'll repeat the closeness of your bond in any relationship, platonic, romantic, whatever, is confirmed when one of you goes through a rough time. Mm-hmm. Because mm. someone will preach up and down. Hear me? Up and where? Up and down, left and right, we're hanging. Mm. The bridge everywhere. Mm. They care about you. That you, they love you. What else, Nicole? Whatever you lovey-dovey say to each other. I want to marry you. I want to marry you. 
You mean so much to me. You're my person, Chethmin. Again. I trust you more than I trust anybody else in my life. Anyone who says that to you, it's a lie. <laughs> Either I'm traumatized, but anyone who says I trust you, but it's a lie. It's, it's a lie. <laughs> don't trust. I'm for trust, man. Also, don't say that God isn't fictive because God is telling you now that He's lying to you or she. I know, but all of those things can be said. And fuck me, it's easy to speak. It is so easy to they speak. They flow easily. We're talking right now. I care about you all. It's easy. Mm. Every listener. I love you all, by the I way. I love you all. One by one, I love you. I trust <laughs> I trust you with my life. They said one by one. <laughs> As you're hearing that now. No, for me, Nicole, I love you. I love so you. Mm. I care about you. Mm. You're my one and only. You're my one and only. <laughs> you're my person, and I am also your person. Mm. But when the rubber... It's the road like this. When it's time to show this care that you've been singing, <laughs> that's when you know. And until that time, you, you, until that time, you actually don't know. You don't know because you have nothing to go off of. Well, you have. You actually words. have nothing because those words don't believe. It. Take them, but let me tell no, you. No, hear them, but believe them, them when they're back with action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then God didn't speak much, so I'm not going to speak much. God only spoke for a whole Bible. He didn't speak for 10 Bibles. <laughs> he only spoke 63 books. And most of those times there were people paraphrasing him. Honestly. <laughs> he only spoke for seven days. Actually, one day. <laughs> and then telling Eve to fuck off. <laughs> so me child speak like God. But, and I've learned that so much the last few days. You saying God told him to fuck off. <laughs> This, is this what you learned from the Good News Bible? That's what the Good News Bible... That's what you learned from CRE. <laughs> God said to Eve, fuck off. <laughs> no, 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 no. He said, fuck you, fuck your kids. Fuck your kids, kids. Fuck your generation. <laughs> <laughs> fuck seven generations down from every of your generation from now. <laughs> fuck you. Because of one apple. Come on, man. Because... I like apples. <laughs> man. The apple should not have been eaten. It wasn't that good. <laughs> Had it been watermelon, maybe. Had it been avocado. Had it been mango that then juice you all the way to your elbows. Mango that you eat, your whole body is stained. And now you're saying, wow, it was beautiful. Fair enough. I would have gone to Eve's grave and be like, sis. Fair enough. An apple. Do you know how much it takes to even for the first time bite into an apple? Um, um, you have a, 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 you get a, a green, was it not a green apple? <laughs> like in the was, movies, it was a sour, green apple. Man. <laughs> it's sour. It just loved a sour life. <laughs> and Adam, was it Adam? Mm. Adam, as a man, <laughs> stand your ground. Stand your ground. How are you letting a snake? Why are you letting a snake convince your wife <laughs> who you're naked with? Imagine, you're naked, you can have sex anytime. <laughs> and for pleasure, not even for kids. For pleasure! You don't have IUD. <laughs> you don't have nothing. You so, have all the fruits. You have all of land. You don't have to pour more. You have the lion and he's chilling. You and Simba here sing Akuna Matata. Relaxing. <laughs> Now yeah, Simba, wants, now Simba wants to eat you. <laughs> now, after God told you to fuck off, you now have to wear clothes. 
You've now discovered you're naked. Ah, if over green apple, green apple from the wild. Nah, it's not even washed now, nah, bro. Of all fruits, man. Of all fruits, <laughs> mango, <laughs> avocado. Oh, and watermelon. Oh, and green apple. Are you mad? Even ripe strawberries, we might understand. We might understand grapes, sure. You Gra- even say, mm, something. Wow, juices, something delicious. is flowing. Wow. <laughs> That's probably a dry ass apple too. You know the ones of you buy? Of course it's, it's dry. It's grainy. It's choking you as it's going down. Um, first of all, it was not ripe. It would have only been there for maximum seven days. <laughs> it was just planted. <sighs> anyway. As I was saying... Um, but yeah, and also don't beg people to be there for you. Mm. Like really, like just don't. I'm learning this myself because in my head, because I guess because it's so easy for me, I'm like, really? Maybe I should tell you again. Ah, mm. uh, maybe I'll tell you the third time. Mm, I understand. You know, people go through things. I'll tell you the fourth and the fifth. And the fifth. And the fifth and the, it's like nah, like uh, nah, don't do that. No, actually. Sing quotes. By the way, my internet has been delivering to me. Mm. Some God. Th- somebody said, you're not empathetic. You just lack boundaries. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Don't mistake your empathy. Because we tend to, as human beings, we tend to now take on the responsibility of teaching people. Mm. Teachers. Somebody's lack of self awareness is not your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Somebody's lack of nuance is not your responsibility. You are not brought in this world to over teach people. Everybody has to learn somewhere. Same way you learned, the other person yeah, also needs to learn. Someone else it is not your learn. job. You may understand why they're the way they are. And this is a lesson for myself, too. Because I've been very much operating my life on. Yeah, I get where they're coming from. I can sit back Fuck and be me. like... Fuck me, always gets where people are coming from. I'm like, are you a getter? And I get where you're coming from. And then from that, then I can make a more decision. I am learning to be like... I get where you're coming from. But still... But it doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve me. Doesn't, it's not working for, for me. me. I don't need it. I don't want it. And also, if you're unwilling to change... Mm. it's a no-go. So again, it's not your job to sit there and babysit that man through his trauma. Help me understand that whatever he's doing, the trauma response. It's not your job to carry your friends with their own traumas. It is not your job to teach people. Yeah. Be, people are getting paid. Let them go to therapy. Let them pay a psychologist to do it. Yeah, they're getting paid a ton. They're getting paid a ton. <laughs> There's people who have gone to school to learn those things. Yeah, It is not your job. You can be there for people. people. You can be there for I people. think you should be there. Yeah. Just but do not life. take on the responsibility of it. Yeah. So carrying people through, it's not your job. In other news, we had a very exciting day today, putting together some great plans. <laughs> Some great plans for our very first event that's coming up in March. We won't say too much quite yet. We'll have... Very exciting. We're very... Oh, guys. Oh, this is a good one. This one's just for the girlies, this first one. 
We'll include the boys some other time. You guys can take care of yourselves. They're big men. But yeah, this is for the girlies. And I feel like it's an abundance of really all we are. It's vibes. Vibe. It's just good times. <laughs> it's just vibes. It's just <laughs> It's just like good time. It's good time. It really is. That's thinking about it. I'm like, it really, it's what we do. It's, yeah. Almost everyone who says it's like, you guys don't you rest. You guys don't rest. You guys yeah. are always inside. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's going to be a good time. Very wholesome as well. Very, very wholesome. Yeah. We love wholesome. Again, it's, it's us. Very much us. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it'll be a great thing. So <laughs> we'll all have a great time. We'll all have a great you. time. Hmm. And our website is up now our website is sign up we can can join join the wait list yes I think we'll have an announcement to you by the end of the month next episode maybe not next episode I guess we can talk about it by the time the next episode goes live I think I'm going to be live as well yeah yes Also exciting. very exciting that's not next week it's a week after after, yeah it's very much end Mm. of December end of January Ready. Just like that. Just then like it's my that. birthday, and then we're 24, and then it's your birthday. Wow. And it's Valentine's. Valentine's is coming. Mm. Mm. Where is your boyfriend? You, you are, are sitting, sitting at home. Lonely. Your friends are getting flowers. <laughs> Where is your boyfriend? You are sitting at home. Lonely. You know how that song starts? About a month ago, <laughs> I saw your picture. About a month ago, I sent a DM and you ignored me. <laughs> now Valentine's is coming. Where is your boyfriend? You are sitting at home. Lonely. <laughs> but some people aren't lonely. Mm, you can be alone but not lonely. Man. But I feel like on Valentine's. Anyway. Uh, no. You can have a Galentine's or whatever. Or your own time, man. Take yourself out for dinner. Don't forget these couples. Valentine's is a social construct. It's a capitalist construct. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone but, said that about engagements as well. But if you want to give me anything for Valentine's. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, for me, it is not a capitalism thing. <laughs> I love capitalism. I love <laughs> We are in we capitalism. Are ca- we live in a capitalist universe. Yeah, I'm not here to fight the universe, man. <laughs> but if you're single, you know what? Valentine's a capitalist construct. It's, not, it's all fake. It's all lies. You have to spend money on a holiday. Doesn't, no, it's not even a public holiday. It's not even a PH. You don't even give you a day off work for it. You don't even get PH right. No, man. But if you're... But, yeah. Mm. Mm. I'm not saying no. <laughs> oh, no, we wouldn't say no. <laughs> Personally, public holidays um, don't even that big of a deal for me. <laughs> I don't like them like that. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Ooh, excuse me. So yeah, next episode we'll be talking about our first event. Very excited. It's going to be a good year, guys. It's going to be a very good year. Yeah, man. From your mouth to God's ears. Mm. Have we got a Spotify song of the week? Ooh, you go first. <clears throat> my first it's a very classic song I bumped into it and I loved it you're gonna love do I know it? something to play with 
of it i like so it so nina simone did one it's so beautiful but the other one it's a very slow it's not slow but like soft afrobeat okay leading by mm. ogra ogra nyanga don't know who this guy is but i found this one So many of his old songs. Oh, the classics. Alright, so both my songs for today are Sam Smith songs. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, we love feelings. I'm not. <laughs> this is a very beautiful song. Have you heard this song? Oh my god. This song makes me want to cry all the time. It's a breakup song. Okay, mm-hmm. enough feelings. <laughs> I'm not, but some stuff is great. <laughs> I don't have feelings no more. Um, wait to the cross is the line he says, and I fucking love it. And this is the part I love. Sometimes I wish we never built this palace. 
But real love is never a waste of time. Do you believe that? Nah. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's not you. You know? It's beautiful. Like, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful to say that real love is never a waste of time. But some of it is. Ah. And then this is the other one for Sam Smith. Called Nirvana. Oh, yeah. Fucking love Sansa. You know he's coming to Adelaide? Uh, he's in Adelaide but, right now. Yeah, he's already yeah. in Adelaide. It's only playing for a f- I tried to win those tickets. Obviously, I didn't. But. Oh, my fucking God. I love this song. I remember the time in my life I was banging this. Waking up. Lis- I was just I listening to it. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. And it's so beautiful. It's like... I love this song so much because it's like, if you were the real ass, we wouldn't be together. But we're here now. So let's just go all in. Where do people find this kind of love? Tell me, please. God. <laughs> I feel like God is dealing with biggest issues. How beautiful. Fucking Sam Smith is so beautiful. It's just one of those. I remember there was a time when I used to travel back and forth to Perth quite a bit. He's the only. I used to download like a full salsa playlist because he was like, it just carried me for the entire flight. Three hours of with my ears. I was so happy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sad songs as well, <laughs> but it just makes you so happy. It makes I know, no. pure talent. I like how it says, um, uh, I don't think this will last, but you're here in my arm. Um, oh, that feels toxic. Oh, that's quite toxic. How you feel? You don't want short term though. Alright, um, that's, that's me. Alright, let's wrap up and then I can add with the playlist. Sure can. Good episode. Great way to start the year. Alrighty. Uh, My no, dog is all. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of this episode. Episode mm-hmm. one of 2023. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us for the new year. We appreciate our recurring listeners. This is the first episode you're listening to. Welcome to the club. Here's to more. Stick around. Great club to be in. And while you're at it, guys, make sure you are rating us on Spotify. Five stars are great. Anything past five stars, keep your stars. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Anything no less, there's no need. Nobody wants your stars. Um... Follow us. Please follow us on socials. Follow us on Spotify, first of all. Follow us on our social media as well. We organize chaos.pod on Instagram. Twitter. We organize chaos podcast on Twitter. You can find us like that. And we're on TikTok now, too. Come meet them. Join them. Join them. We are the Gen Zs on Twitter, on TikTok. Not even Twitter, TikTok. We're there. We yes, please engage with us, follow us, and we our website is live too. If you want to send us a message anonymously, because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of you 
do. Yeah. If you want to speak your chest, you can speak to us. Doesn't can be indirect. It's okay. We appreciate that too. Our website is live. You can send for us anonymous messages. It can be anonymous. We will know who you are. Don't worry. We don't keep your IP address or nothing. It's not, not that different. deep. Speak not your that truth. Deep. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, thank you for listening. It's been your girl Nicole. I'll be because of you, I'll be on the phone all night long, go.